0: Today, I want to share God's word with you. Um, I read a quote this week that really touched my heart. The day before Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. died. He died on the 4th of April in in 1968. I was 15 years old. I was in high school. I was a sophomore in high school the day he died. He was in Memphis, Tennessee, and he preached, you know, what we now know was his last sermon. He gave his last speech. And in that speech, Dr. King talked about the Good Samaritan. And he said that there were two really, really powerful questions that are asked in the story of the Good Samaritan. He said the first question was that of the priest and the Levite, who basically asked the question, if I stop to help this man, now we know the story of the Good Samaritan, there's a man that's been robbed and beaten and left to die, And we know the priest and the Levite come by, and they see him lying there on the ground. And the first question is the one they ask, which says, If I stop to help this man, what will happen to me? And Dr. King said that, you know, they may have been thinking, What if this is an ambush? What if this guy is, what if the robbers are still nearby? And what if they're using this guy right now as a trap, you know? He said maybe they were even thinking about being ceremonially unclean. and and being able to perform a priestly duty if they touch someone who possibly is dead. So there were were thoughts, options of, of, you know, but the question that they asked, if I stop and help this man, what will happen to me? But he said, but the good Samaritan asked this question. If I do not stop and help this man, what will happen to him? Wow, I just love that question because that question seems to sum up everything that's in our heart, especially this year with our theme, love does, love does. If I do not stop and help this man, what will happen to him? And we see here the focus of Christ. We see here the focus of the gospel. It's it's him, it's others. Others, others. Just right there in that question, we can see our theme, love does, and we can see our focus, which is others. Because this is what love does. So the good Samaritan stopped, and he stooped. And in doing that, he assigned dignity, and worth, and esteem, and value, and life to a stranger. He valued that man He valued that man's life over whatever he thought might happen to him. And this truly is what love does. Love adds value to others. And I want to talk about that today. I want to talk about how do we do that? How do we add value to others? Now, those in our life who have the greatest influence are usually those in our life who have added the greatest value to us. And truthfully, we each have the faculty and the ability to add value to people. This is what love does it adds value. So you can add value to your children, or to your siblings, or to your spouse, or to your parents. You can add value to your classmates, or your coworkers, or your colleagues. Or those that work with you. Or those that work for you. Or those that work under you. Or those that you yourself work for. And so I want to share with you today. Five ways that you can add value to other people. Now I first shared these thoughts. These are not new thoughts. I first shared these thoughts in my book. Manifesto for Radical Christianity. Which I wrote a few years ago. But I must say. There has hardly been a day during this global pandemic that I have not thought about, God, how do I add value to people? And especially in this time when so much has been taken from people. I think of our family in Melbourne right now and how much has been taken from you, so to speak, uh, out of your control. But, but many have lost so much. And through, through, through many months... I've been seeking and leaning into the thought, how can I add, and how can I add value to those around me? And so I would love for you to learn this that I'm going to share, memorize this, and put this into practice every single day because you can do this. You can add value to people. And so let me just share with you uh, this thought, I use, you know, five points, V-A-L-U-E, value, because I want you to memorize it. I want you to know this. I really want you to learn this. And by the time I get to my last amen, I want you to be able to step up even today and add value to somebody's life. And so let me give you my first thought, V, or number one. We add value with vision, with vision, with vision. You can help someone see what they may not see. You can impart vision. You can help someone with what they're seeing, maybe, or what they're not seeing. Vision. A cause. You could put that in front of somebody. A purpose. A destiny. A future. A hope. A possibility. And you can help people maybe see what they do not see. Anyone who helps me see more than I see is valuable, extremely valuable to me. Maybe they're helping me see a vision. Maybe they're helping me see a dream. Maybe they're helping me see myself like I don't see myself. Maybe they're helping me to see myself the way God sees me. And truthfully, you cannot live a quality life without a sense of purpose and passion. I know for me as a leader... Probably the greatest thing I do as a leader is cast vision. Put vision out there, a cause, something to live for, something to strive for, and maybe even something to die for. When David walked down into the valley of Elah and faced Goliath, he walked into that valley with these words on his lips. David said, Is there not a cause? Is there not a cause? I think, you know, David is saying, is there not something here worth fighting for? Is there not something here worth risking my life for? Is there not something here worthy of me laying everything on the line for? A cause, a purpose. I think one of man's greatest fears is living a monotonous, marginal, and meaningless life. Jeremy Collier said, people who have nothing to do are quickly tired of their own company. If you want to add value to someone, help them see what they do not see. Help them see their potential, their value, their worth. Help them see what's possible with their gifts and their talents and their abilities. Many years ago, I had a captain in the United States Army that saw me better than I saw myself. That officer added value to my life. He made me strive to be a better soldier and a better man. Pastor Tom Messer could see in me what I could not see and I wouldn't be here today if he hadn't seen what he saw and helped me to see it too and about 20 years ago Pastor Brian Houston saw something that I could never see when he asked me to lead our national movement in missions these men have added value to my life by seeing something in me that I didn't see. So we add value to others with vision, with sight and insight, helping them to see. Maybe just helping them to see themselves from the way God sees them. So number one, people all around us have had so much taken away. How, much, how can we add? How can we add back to them? How can we add value? Vision, vision. Number two is ask, V-A-L-U-E, ask. You know, this is just pretty simple and straightforward, but we can literally ask someone how, 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 you, how you can help. Ask what they need. Ask what you can do. Have you ever asked your kids, how, how could I be a better dad? Have you ever asked your wife, how could I be a better husband? What can I do? How can I help? What do you need? You know, when you ask those questions, you're going to know how to add value to people. Many years ago, Rick Burrell was my youth pastor here. And I'll never forget the day Rick came into my office years and years ago, and Rick said these words to me. He said, what do you need from me to help you do what God's called you to do? how valuable is that? I've never forgotten. And you know, we just need sometimes to ask, especially men. Fellas, I don't want to go here too much, but we're just not that intuitive. Sometimes it's just really better instead of trying to figure it out in some, you know, just ask, just ask. If you truly want to add value to someone's life, ask what you can do for them. So I'm sharing five thoughts with you on how to add value to somebody. Vision, help them see what they don't see. Ask, ask them how you can help. V-A and then for L, my third point is to live with a servant's heart. This is the true character of Christianity, living with a Christ-like and a servant's heart. This week in our staff devotions, Simon was sharing with us, and he was sharing from John chapter 13, and just shared some great insights. And, and we, we see on, on, in chapter 13, Jesus is there in the upper room in, with the last supper and the last moments of his life with the disciples, at least as they had known it. And here's what we read. Jesus, knowing that the Father had given all things into his hands. So this is a moment. This is a great moment, A 1,000 days of discipling these men, three years. And tonight is the last night they will ever be together as as they have known the world and known Christ. And so in this moment, it's almost like this mantle or this crown or this revelation. It's like something special happens. Jesus, knowing that the Father had given all things into his hands and that he had come from God and was going to God. All right, with this amazing moment, What happens? All of that, he rose from supper. He laid aside his outer garments and taking a towel, tied it around his waist. Then he poured water into a basin and began to wash the disciples' feet and to wipe them with the towel that was wrapped around him. Simon was kind of pointing out that this was the last Great leadership, discipleship lesson that Jesus was going to teach after three years. So, in this moment, this is his last lesson, and he doesn't lay out for them how to turn water into wine. He doesn't lay out for them how to walk on the water or how to raise the dead. No. In his last lesson of discipleship, Jesus gets up and he begins to wash the feet. We read in verse 12, after washing their feet, he put on his robe again. And he, by the way, that's the last time he would ever put his robe on again. And then he sat down and he asked, because this was a, this was maybe, I mean, this was the last lesson, maybe the greatest lesson. And he asked, do you understand what I was doing? You call me teacher and Lord, and you are right, because It is true. And since I, the Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you ought to wash each other's feet. I have given you an example to follow, do as I have done to you. What an amazing moment and culmination of three years of discipleship. Jesus added value to them by his example and was showing them how to add value to each other and to others. We read in Matthew 20, in verse 24, Jesus calls them to himself. You know that the rulers of the Gentiles lord it over them, and those who are great exercise authority over them. Yet it shall not be so among you, but whoever desires to become great among you, let him be your servant. And whoever desires to be first among you, let him be your slave. Just as the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life a ransom for many. Jesus has added so much value to me and to you. And now let us add value to others. I mean, Jesus says in John 20 and verse 21: As the Father sent me, I'm sending you. It's not about me, it's about Christ in me. And Christ in me wants to wash feet. It's Christ in me. And the Christ in me, in his greatest lesson of discipleship, serves and washes feet. How do I add value? To another person. Vision. Help them see. Show them what they're not seeing. Ask. Ask, what can I do? And live with a servant's heart. V-A-L for you. Use your gift. Use your gift. We read in Romans chapter 12, verses 6 through 8. God has given each of us the ability to do certain things well. Every one of us, God has given us the ability to do certain things well. So if God has given you the ability to prophesy, speak out when you have faith that God is speaking through you. If your gift is of serving others, serve them well. If you're a teacher, do a good job of teaching. If your gift is to encourage others, do it. If you have money, share it generously. If God has given you leadership ability, take that responsibility seriously. And if you have the gift of showing kindness to others, do it gladly. God has given each of us the ability to do certain things well. God has given us all gifts and strengths and talents and abilities. But they were not just given for our own benefit, they were given for us to serve and to add value to others. You know, when you use your gift to add value to someone else, it's not a burden, it's a blessing. It doesn't exhaust you, it excites you. It doesn't wear you out, it fires you up. Now, personally, I, I love to encourage encouraging someone doesn't empty me it energizes me I'm not loathed to do it I love to do it it's just I love to build up to encourage now I take that and contrast that with administration I hate I hate to administrate that wears me out I can't drink enough coffees in the morning to to get me up. It drains me, the thought of administrating. Man, if I have to help you administrate something, we are both in a world of trouble, I'm telling you right now. And if you need me to help you fix your car, brother, I'm sorry, but we're both walking. But if you need me to believe in you, and help you dream and focus your life on greatness and the great vision that God can put in front of you, then I'm your man. If you need me to speak faith-filled words over your life and to call forth the champion spirit that is in you and to encourage you to walk with God in the high places, I'm your man. You using your gift will add value to people. In Ephesians chapter four and verse 16, it says, under his direction, the whole body is fitted perfectly together, watch, as each part does its own special work. Like as each one uses their own gift, watch, it helps the other parts grow. You using your gift is how you can add value to someone else. And it helps all the parts to grow so that the whole body is healthy and growing and full of love. Oh, I want you to learn this. I want you to memorize this. I want you to get this. I want you to use this. The world needs you right now to be adding something to them. Vision. Help somebody see what they don't see. Ask, what can I do to help you? Live with the servant heart of Jesus Christ. Christ is in me, and Christ is ready right now to wash somebody's feet. Use your gift. Use what you can do, what you know. And then fifthly, E-V-A-L-U-E, expect your value to increase. Because the more you add value, the more valuable you are. The more you add value to your family, the more valuable you are to your family. The more you add value to your church or your team or your boss or your work or your company, the more valuable you become. There's just something about what you give out of your life coming back into your life in even greater measure. Jesus teaches this. This principle in Luke chapter 6 and verse 37. Give away your life, you'll find life given back. But not merely given back, given back with bonus and blessing. Giving, not getting, is the way. Generosity begets generosity. Nothing increases your own value like you adding value to others. This works in your marriage. This works in your ministry, in your vocations, in your relations. The more you add value to others, the more valuable you are. I think of how Jesus has added value to us beyond belief. And now he has a name beyond measure. We read in Philippians chapter 2 and verse 8. And in human form, Jesus obediently humbled himself even further by dying a criminal's death on a cross. Because of this, because of the value of this added to us, God raised him up to the heights of heaven and gave him a name that is above every other name. As you add value to others, expect the double sword edge that You're adding value to others, but your own value is being added to as well. So how do we do this? Well, vision. Help someone see better than they see. Help them see themselves better than they see themselves. Ask. Ask. Some people don't have to ask too much because they're just so cluey. They're just so intuitive. But then there's the rest of us fellows. And let's just, let's ask. And then live, live with the servant's heart, Christ in me, and Christ in me is ready right now to step down from the head of the table and wash somebody's feet. That's the servant heart of Jesus Christ. And use, use your gift, use your hospitality, or use your 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 insight. Use your gift, your creativity. Use your gift to add value to someone else, and expect your own value to increase. Aren't you glad that Jesus, when he looked down on this planet, he didn't ask the question, if I go down there, what's gonna happen to me? No, Jesus asked the question, if I don't go down there, what's gonna happen to them? And I just feel today that you and I could consider others and consider how we could add value to them. I know we could say, but if I add value to that person, what's going to happen to me? But the real question is, if I don't add value to someone who's already had so much taken from them, what's going to happen to them? So I want to equip you today right there, in church at home. I want to equip you today. I want you to learn this, V-A-L-U-E. And I want you to memorize this. And every single day, I mean for the rest of our life, but of course I'm really thinking right now about neighbors and friends and pandemic world, you know, crisis in people. Let's add value to people today. Would you do that? Let's do it together, Imaginations Church. Come on, Melbourne. Come on, Canberra. Come on, Phoenix. Come on, Imaginations Church that's meeting all over Sydney and other places today. Let's add value to others. Let me pray. Father, I want to thank you for Jesus. He didn't ask the question, what will happen to me? He asked the question, if I don't come, what will happen to them? And I pray that that heart of Christ and that mind of Christ would be in me today, and I pray it would be in our church today. And Lord, we just ask in Jesus' name for a revelation to come from the word that's preached, and Lord, for action to begin immediately. I ask in Jesus' name, amen. Amen.